The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. Top of the Stretch is presented by Tizwiz. Be the best, outperform the rest. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Top of the Stretch. I'm Frank Fries, the Outreach and Public Relations Coordinator for the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. And joining me today is Jason Roth, the Director of Racing at El Dorado Sayota Downs. And Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Frank. You guys have a big event coming up on July 4th, part of the holiday. Uh, it's the next generation. Tell me about it. It's a new race we've got in Ohio and a new race at El Dorado Sayota Downs. Yeah, so um, this came about probably... Probably last October, I got a phone call from, you know, uh, a couple owners, and one of them being Chad Falk, and we kind of threw around some ideas on uh, this new race, and um, we made it for uh, primarily all Ohio breads. Uh, we we shooted for a bigger purse, but uh, it being a new race and not exactly knowing how it was going to work out, we went uh, we went with 150000 So, um we uh, we discussed it and uh, come up with a a nomination payment um, due on March fifteenth of ten thousand dollars and uh, and it we got a we got a great uh, great response for it for the for the first year we had eleven in the in the Tiro Colt pace and ten in the Tiro Philly pace. And because of that, it meant uh, since you were only going to send nine uh, behind the starting gate that you were going to have to have a drawing for the nine uh, entries then, correct? Yes. So we we kind of wanted to make it a big deal. You know, before uh, before this COVID situation hit, we wanted to, you know, bring all the owners out to the track and have a big drawing on that night, um, on our first uh, Saturday night. Uh, we didn't get to do that. We did have the drawing on our on our first uh, Saturday night, um, so so owners that weren't, you know, in the state could watch it live. Um, so that's kind of how that worked out. Now, with this, the owners that wanted to get into this race did not have to declare a horse for the race yet. They only had to put up the payment. Correct. That's correct, and then um, so they'll declare the horse when we when we draw for the race, which will be uh, the Tuesday prior to July fourth. Um, so that'll be June thirtieth, and uh, so they'll declare the horse then. Now, does does Ohio need a race like this? You know, this has been a thing that uh, that's been you know they talked about it at for Lexington for T.O. Coltrots. Um, and now Mohawk uh, has went ahead with it with uh, up there. So um, un- unlike theirs, though, ours is specific for Ohio breads. And you know the reason why we kind of wanted it the first week of uh, the t- that the two-year-olds could race is because um, everybody, you know, coming off their last week of qualifier, thinks they're thinks they're ha- they have the champion. So everybody in August, you know, you kind of know who the top five horses are. Right now, you don't know who who's the best. The best horse might not even be in the race. We don't know. Monday of this week, you had um, uh, a host of qualifiers for the two-year-olds, which kind of made 
some decisions easier maybe for some of the owners that have an entry and we're thinking about it. And one of the concepts of this race is that you can sell, trade, give away your entry, and you're already seeing a lot of movement, haven't you? We we have. Um, yes, that is correct. You can do whatever you want with your spot if you want to give it away, um, you know, or sell it. You can sell it for a profit. Um, that's your spot, and it's uh, – Whatever you want to do with it, you can. So we have already um, been informed that uh, two spots have traded hands. So um, and I I look for a few more before before next Tuesday. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Is this type of race that you can do um, with other aged uh, horses, or is this the type of thing that you only want to do with two year olds? You know, I, I like the concept of it that nobody knows who has the best horse. Um, I, I would like to see it expand to the trots. Um, maybe next year we'll get there. But, uh, you know, trying it out and and seeing what happened for this year, we started with the, the two uh, paces. And maybe next year we'll go with the trots and, and see what happens that way. Jason, on another note, you have to be happy with the way things have gone for Eldorado Saturday down since the return to racing. Yeah, um, we've, we've had a uh, we, we've had a good uh, month of racing so far. Um, we've had uh, twelve million dollar handle nights, so um, you know we we broke the previous record set in '96 with uh, two million dollar plus night on June fourth. So and. Uh, you know, I think we we have a little momentum now that uh, we're going to keep this rolling. And you had to be happy that fans were finally allowed back at the track. A very good crowd um, there for the horsemen. Um, your first night of racing. Yeah, we uh, we obviously had to do take care of the social distancing with mutual tellers, and we took half the tables out of the clubhouse, half the chairs out of the clubhouse. Um, so pretty much every, well, every table was full in the clubhouse. Uh, and then the benches on the grandstand apron and picnic tables, we all, we separated those, you know, six feet in between. So, uh, we had a good crowd and I think everybody was uh, pretty happy with it. Well, it's great to be back racing with fans in the stands. And I thank you for your time today. And when we come back on top of the stretch, we're going to talk to one of those owners who is putting his entry into the next generation up for bid via the auction. So stay tuned after this from Tizwiz. When only the best is good enough, horse owners look to Tizwiz Nutrition. Your horse is an individual with its own needs suitable for its lifestyle, whether it's racing or relaxing. For over 60 years, Tizwiz has strived for nutritional excellence, delivering products that make a difference. There is a nutritional reason for everything that is put into Tizwiz feed. Take your racing stable to another level with Tizwiz. See the complete line of Tizwiz Feeds at tizwizfeeds.com. Tizwiz, feed the best, outperform the rest. Joined now on top of the stretch by one of the owners that was lucky enough to have their name called when the drawing took place for the next generation at El Dorado Saturday Downs on July 4th. From Folk Stables, joined now by Chad Folk. Chad, uh, thanks for joining us. I want to ask you, obviously you like the concept of the next generation, um, talk a little bit about uh, the idea of owners putting up uh, the $10,000, not having to declare a horse um, for this race. Uh, we were just interested in doing it. We bought a few yearlings, and uh, unfortunately, our yearlings at, at this time aren't 
not good enough to go into the race, but we thought it'd be fun to be a part of the next generation. Now, when you purchased your entries, did you have a horse or two in mind for the two races, or were you just going to let let things play out and see what developed? We, we had five of each, or five boys and five girls, and we, we definitely thought we had a couple better than others, but uh, it's worked out that they haven't showed up yet. Now, um, nine horses on the gate. There were more than nine horses entered in both. What was going through your mind during the drawing when uh, the original drawing took place? Well, we, we didn't get our drawing till the ninth one on both of them. So it was, uh, it was interesting. There was only two spots in one spot, and we ended up being the ninth draw on both of them. So we thought we weren't going to get either one, actually. Well, now, part of the concept of the program is that you can sell, trade, or give away your entry, and you've now decided that's the route you're going to take. Uh, you had said uh, your horses you didn't feel were up to the quality that you needed to get into uh, to be competitive in the race. What do you think it's going to take for, to win this race? I, I think the pay. I think the. I think both of the races are going to go in fifty three, fifty four. We feel like we have a couple of nice horses, but just not ready to go yet. Talk a little bit about about what you're looking for for in a horse to get ready for this type of a race. And we we were hoping to at least you know qualify something around fifty six and come home good. And both of our good colts made break. So, but we are for sure going to put up our Philly spot. Okay, and that being said, that you decided to put up the Philly spot. Now, how are you going to do this? Are you going to sell it outright? Are you going to uh, trade it, uh, give it away? What What are you thinking about doing to get rid of your Philly spot? We are going to put them on hoof bids uh, next Sunday to give anybody a chance that they would like that has a nice coat or Philly to um, to bid on it to race their horse. Are you hearing that there is interest out there from other owners that were not fortunate enough to be um, one of the early nine drawn? Yes. We've, I've had a few calls wondering, you know, what, what is available and not available. I sold a lot of the spots for Jason. I, I talked some people into to doing this race. And uh, so I, I've had a few different backlashes from it not being able, not knowing about it and other few things. So we thought it'd be good to everybody to have a chance to buy a spot if it was available. Okay. Now you've also decided too um, that any money over the original investment that your stable made, you are going to donate back to the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. Can you talk a little bit about that? I would just with some times right now are tough and uh, I thought if we could do something beneficial to the, our game, it would be nice. And, uh, we're not going to be able to race in the race. And I just think any proceeds could go back to our business would be beneficial. Where do you think we stand as an industry right now after having been shut down by COVID-19? Um, things seem to be hopping at Sayota Downs. They had the run of uh, handles over a million dollars. Do you think things are on the right path back? I think it's going to be a tough. It's going to be tough to come back. You know, it definitely took a hit, but Ohio, to me, is doing as good as anybody or better. We definitely got an earlier start than every and everybody, but 
you know, everybody wearing masks and doing the right thing. I haven't heard any spikes lately. And I think, I definitely think Ohio is ahead of the curve on that, on the COVID. Well, Chad, well, I want to thank you for joining us today on Top of the Stretch. And on behalf of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association, um, we'd like to thank you, uh, or hopefully early, for, for what may end up being a very nice donation um, if we can gather some interest and uh, get that one entry sold. And, uh, and we'll see uh, what happens uh, in the next generation. Thanks for your time tonight. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch is presented by TizWiz. Feed the best, outperform the rest. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association.